0: This is Eldritch Buds, an actual play Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition podcast. What's up, Eldritch buddies? Buddles, oh, buddies, buddies. Buddies. buddies? Sitting at the virtual table with me tonight is... Scott.
1: Sneaky, stealthy, and a shell of a person, Cambrio Voss.
2: Wills. A level 7 sorcerer rogue, Zed, who's pretty excited to give flying a try.
3: Speedy, the frosty
4: fighter bard Jode, Bebo, the tiny tinkerer gnome who wants to blast his horn, Grimble, and Josh, the lovable incognito
5: dirt magician Jinxie, and I'm Connor, back
0: in the driver's seat, hoping everybody enjoyed our episode last week where we took you behind the curtain. Let's play some d Yeah.
3: Previously on Eldritch Buds, our heroes enter the Arcane Guild after being welcomed in by their old friend Tigmar. He explains he has figured out a way for our heroes to fast travel across the country of Kundor. Using the Arcane Guild as a center point, the Red Hand Band can place magical golden doorknobs anywhere in the world and it will lead them back to the Arcane Guild. After handing three of the doorknobs to Zed, Tigmar also reveals he has already set up doors to Capilon and the Erasmus Estate. He also has some very special magic items up for sale. Using the Bank of Chode and some gold from Zed, our heroes purchase the following. A Horn of Blasting for Grimble, Boots of Speed for Jinxie, an Ancient 8th Level Spell Scroll for Zed, some D&D superglue, Random Potions and a Powerful Frog Skulled Mace for Haze, and a Flying Carpet for Chode. After cleaning out Tigmar's stock, he tells our heroes about the other two people who work out of the Arcane Guild. Miss Daria, a Powerful Enchantress, and Lep, a Fortune Teller. As the group checks out both characters, Zed has a conversation with Tigmar about his brother being cursed. He learns about Pythos the Green Dread, a powerful villainous dragon who lives in an invisible castle above Ardoth, the capital city of Kundor. Tigmar tells Zed that if anyone knows about curses, it's Pythos, and they should head to Ardoth to find him. After explaining this to the rest of the band, our heroes set off for Ardoth. What will Ardoth have in store? Will they be able to track down Pythos? Let's find out. Stepping through the passage between
0: the Arcane Guild and Ardoth is chilling. Not in a spooky way, just in a literal sense. Crossing the threshold of this teleportation doorway feels normal. No sickly sensation or twisting feeling. Ardoth is in the northern part of the country. And as the Arcane Guild door shuts behind you, the whipping of air cool temperature on your skin and wisps of snow flurries is the first thing to adorn your senses looking in front of you you see a stony wasteland with small dust tornadoes spinning in the distance beyond your immediate gaze sits a large mountain range on the horizon directly in front of you seems to be the crown jewel a huge mountain shoulders taller than its brothers it stares at you head on It is thousands of feet to its peak, yet seems to be hollow on the inside. The exoskeleton of the mountain remains, but the inside seems to have been carved away, or perhaps it was a volcano that once forcefully exploded all of its innards outwards. The gray sky highlights the most beautiful and wonderful red streak that bisects this mountain husk. This thin vein shimmers in the sunlight, rising from the roots of the mountain range and nearly reaching the peak. It's a beautiful vein of gemstone, or at least it looks like it. Looking into the midst of the hollow mountain, you see some smoke, some silhouetted buildings and a sense of busy energy. It's as if there's a city inside of the mountain itself with the cradled mountain walls of this hollow stone king protecting the people living within. If you folks turn around, you see the now closed door to the arcane guild. You notice that Tigmar set up the entrance on the road to the city. The stone wall the door calls home looks to be a welcome sign. It's a wall about 30 feet wide and 12 feet tall and reads in large bold letters carved into the rock itself Ardoth, capital city of the glorious kingdom of Kumdor. Beneath it, it reads population 23,976. What would you like to do?
3: All right. Uh, has anyone, besides Grimble and I, been to Ardoth before? No. I was just going to
1: ask if anyone had been here before, because I definitely haven't.
3: Okay. This place freaking sucks. If if you ain't a dwarf, a gnome, or a human or a halfling, they freaking hate you. Like you suck. So, our first order of business should be to get football into something not football. Because believe me when I say this, they'll kill you. No, you're dead. So, I've seen people just, you know, walking down the street. Oh, there's a, there's a beast person. <laughs> dead. Like, so, we need to be extra careful with you, footballs.
5: I, I could get another haircut. Or, or what would no.
3: you... Hmm? No, this is, this isn't, haha, silly times. This is... You're dead. So, maybe pick an animal that's nice and small, a little inconspicuous, out of the ways, so that you're not big and big and you.
5: Okay, okay, give give me a minute here. Uh, Jinx is gonna go behind the sign, and and uh, kind of try to shapeshift here. Um. Sure, what are you going to wild shape into? Jinx, he's going to try to wild shape into a possum. Um. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, sure.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, Josh, because the possum is certainly not in the Monster Manual, we're going to use the stats of a giant rat for this. So
5: you've got an AC of 12, 7 hit points. Okay, Perfect. Uh, and I guess you guys just see this fucking possum come lumbering out from around the corner. What color are you as a possum? Oh. So, you know how they're kind of like a little bit of like black and white mixed in? This one's just brown. You're describing a skunk. Do you look like yeah. a brown skunk? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's brown.
6: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, oh, and possums, what, oh. one last customization question I have for you, yep. Jaxi. Does the possum
5: still have yes. tusks? He's <laughs> yep. got, so, like... <laughs> 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 now that he feels like they're, they're stupid, like, long triangle, like, mouths? He's got, like, a, a, like a broken tusk coming out the, the right side there. <laughs> okay. And a normal tusk the other side, or just yeah, the one yeah, broken tusk? They, they just look like really weird teeth to to the average person, but... Uh. <laughs> <Pretty> cool. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, I guess that's fine. That'll, that'll oh,
1: I'm going to slowly put the, the rock that was in my hand down as I look at the teeth and see the, the tusk situation. Like, she oh.
5: She's just going to hiss at Cambrio. Rock comes back up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm watching goodness. it. Please dead.
1: <laughs> All right, we pick up the playing dead possum. I'm just going to hand it to Cho. And just be like, if you wouldn't mind, if you've got a holster or... Just a flat spot yeah, that yeah, this yeah. thing could ride.
3: I'm going to put him in the horn that's on my shoulder. Just punk. Okay, cool.
0: Awesome. Uh, so, Possum, Jinxie, and crew, um, is there anything... So, I guess I'll describe this a little bit better. You're not right in the midst of Ardoth. Right now, you are about, I don't know, 300 meters from... Like, the, like on the path about 300 meters away from the city uh, at this welcome sign you can see that the path sort of descends almost like you have to go down into the belly of the mountain if you wanted to get to the city Um, which can give you some time to do things like wild shape or other preparations what's the plan? what's the what are we doing here?
3: are we going straight for pithos or do we want to Try and find out about Weir Gazam.
1: I wanted to find out about Weir Gazam, I thought it was the plan.
0: Who has the highest uh, passive perception? Uh, Josh does, I believe. Other than the skunk that's in the tuba. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm a 15. I also have a 15. 14 for me. Zed,
0: I'll say that because you don't have a possum in your tuba, uh, you have a little bit of a higher role here. You see from the top right corner of the sign that the arcane guild door was on, something descend quickly. It's like a bundle of ropes, and it almost looks like um, a worker, you know, like a window cleaner on a skyscraper, like that kind of sits on a rope swing that can self-belay. It looks very
2: much like that. Do I notice anyone coming down?
0: You do, you notice something small sitting on this rope swing. And as it descends, you can actually see that it's a goblin. And it's a goblin with like goggled, like magnified goggles and masonry tools that descends, looks at you and looks at the rest of the group, counts four people there because obviously the brown skunk it doesn't see and begins immediately carving uh, an updated population number. As the four of you start kind of looking towards Arda,
2: <laughs> he doesn't know.
6: Uh, wow
2: you you guys work fast. Yes, uh, please leave leave
0: uh, leave uh, leave me alone. And he just continues uh, cutting
2: or carving. I'm gonna kind of like look up the rope, give it a little tug. I'm kind of curious. No, 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 no! Don't do that.
3: What if we was just to turn around and leave? Do you have to... <sighs> and he, he gets out, like, he
0: takes out another hammer and <laughs> he's like, Which which direction are you guys going? I, uh, please.
1: I'm not sure yet. Do you
0: have, like, an, like, an office up bit. there? Or... No, I just, um, sit, watch, you know, um, hang. <laughs>
3: Seems like a very fulfilling life, you leadings.
2: I, <sighs> Yep. well we'll just head into town then so you don't have to reach for sure for sure you're going in right for sure like there's a good chance
1: off
0: good chance uh okay i'll trust you on this one and he continues carving and he's updating the numbers so that four more
3: (laughs) i feel bad for that guys
2: i mean at least it's not a more dense population I mean, the comings and goings, that would be brutal. At least it's not a commuter town. That's true. Oh, God. <laughs> Cart's coming in and out. He's just losing hair. How
6: many people? How many people in your
2: <laughs> Why would you have an empty baby seat? I counted that. <laughs> Alright, do we want to head into town, fellas?
3: Yeah. Let's head in.
0: Yeah, so as you make your way towards the hollowed mountain city of Ardoth, I'll say that there's a couple of minutes before you're going to reach the base of this mountain. Is there anything that you guys would like to do on on the road to
4: Ardoth, or would you like to kind of skip forward? Grimble's going to kind of anxiously say... Guys, are are we sure we want to go to Weird Kazam? All this talk about strange magic, curses. Cho, do you do you think it's still there? That that thing with eleven eyes.
3: Oh, oh, that's right. Um, yeah, that's dead. Dead. Yeah. Uh... You know, the, the the guy that got picked up by the robots? The guy that, you know, was, his name's The Chain. Do you know that guy? Do you remember that guy's?
4: Yeah. Cambrio
1: spits at the mention of The Chain.
3: <laughs> um, Zed Glaze
1: he,
2: like
3: he apparently killed the thing, which was a beholder. I, that's the names of it. What? Um, he killed it. He threw the carcass down in front of the king at the nominee and then disappeared. So apparently it's dead. So we don't have to worry about that, at least.
4: So this this chain, uh, the person we're trying to find was able to wipe out this beast that killed so many of our brothers in arms. Turned them to dust, stone, ash.
1: He alleges he killed it, yet has never given any sort of specifics how it happened. And as I'm going to throw our friend Zed here a bone, uh, I don't know how much if he killed it or if he's being manipulated by it at this point. Because clearly something is going on beyond his capacity. So it's five again, never bought the story that he killed it. And I buy it even less now. But theoretically, it is here now. So weird Gazan would be the safer place if it was still alive.
0: Does anybody want to roll a medicine or a history
1: check? Yeah, just because. Yeah. Nineteen. Nineteen.
0: Was that a medicine or you know what?
3: doesn't matter. It was history. Mine was medicine.
1: I also rolled a nineteen. I thought you were reading my roll.
3: No. <laughs> oh, look at that. Okay, then you get you get this.
0: Very much so. Uh, that the beholder that you saw dead, 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 really was there. Really was dead.
1: Uh, some new information has come to light, and now I'm convinced that the beholder <laughs> we saw was dead. Uh, so scrap the prior two minutes. As we remember back just to it. Talking, but yeah, thinking about it, pretty dead. Um... But the chain does have a funky eye now, so I don't know what's going on there. But if, if that's where Emily's headed, that's where we're going. I think that's just
4: the long and short of it. So what if we find this chain and he doesn't help us? Like, what if what if he's the enemy? It sounds like we need some kind of weapon. And then Grimble's eyes kind of start to brighten up um, as it looks like he's brainstorming. What about what about its eyes? If I could just get its eyes and craft into some kind of maybe like a revolver, uh, has these chambers and it could like maybe use the eyes' abilities. It's it could be brilliant. I could call it. I aye's captain. And...
6: (laughs) Cameo was initially just smiling and
1: nodding at the mention of the chain being an enemy. And upon hearing the word captain in it is nodding even harder at this point. And maybe
4: I could give it to you, Hayes. You sound like quite the navigator. And maybe a shiny new weapon might even brighten your days. I mean, I'm down for it. Do we know what its eyes do, though?
3: Uh, I couldn't shoot my dick cannon, but I don't know what eye that did.
1: If the chain, because we, the chain's got a fancy new eye. And he saw me when I was invisible. Like he, no sweat, saw me. So I'm not, I'm not anti getting these eyes.
4: Where's so ago, the said? carcass now?
1: Last we saw, the uh, Chain gifted it to the king, who I surmised brought it back here. If he has some sort of trophy room or something, but I don't know.
2: Let me just interject before we uh, get too far down the road here with building weapons to kill my brother. Um, no what's that kill? <laughs> the Chain Gribble... Is my flesh and blood and although clearly he has been controlled somehow we're not gonna kill him we're gonna save him
4: no 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 one said anything about killing him but you know let's say he's not initially with us maybe we just need something to protect ourselves and like you know he's got an eye we can find some eyes they kind of cancel each other out
2: look I think if I can just get to him I'll really be able to get through I I made a lot of progress last time I think and I don't think violence needs to be the first approach here I'm, I'm not against you building a weapon I mean, use your skill set how you see fit. I just hope that that's not the intention of who we're going to be using on.
1: Our intention is to save Emily. So however the chain plays into that is is up to him and whatever entity he's working with at this point.
3: Maybe one of the eyes could uh, break this possession on him.
1: Yeah.
4: Do we maybe want to we should pay have the king a visit? This. Um, and start from there? Maybe we can at least gain some more information about Weirgazam? How to yeah. get there?
1: I think that's good. I think we need to know where we're going. So I think that's our, our best place to start.
3: I don't know how we're gonna get an audience with the king, but...
1: Um... Nominate Do you 2. think uh, news of Mephildir has traveled? Right. Uh, maybe don't know how many communicates come out of that town. Uh could pull a classic little Thorim situation. Like we know people he's or you know, Jimothy? Like we Tadpole back from the dead, ready to make an accusation. But I don't, we just need to get an audience. We could, we could wait for Jinxie to turn back, chain him up, say we're presenting him. We got options.
5: Rat Jinxie starts purring.
1: Oh, I forgot Rat Jinxie was it there.
3: It echoes because you're in a horn, so it's <laughs> like. <laughs>
1: it sounds like a <laughs> Ford Mustang starting up.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: Keep it down, Eddie. It Uh, if we deliver Jinxie, he's dead.
1: Okay, so scratch that. don't Uh, don't do that. DM question. Are there any obvious, like, focal points of this city? To be like, oh, that looks like a place of authority. Uh,
0: no. So, the interesting thing about this city is as you get closer to it, uh, and you can't see it in detail because it's almost like you come up to a ridge and you're looking down into it. Um... It kind of all just looks not industrial because Mephildir was very industrial, but kind of all just like a coal miners town. Like this is kind of like the poor area, but it's it's everything that you can see. Um, So there's no like castle or anything of prominence right as you're looking down. What I will say though is, you can't get too much detail because you notice now, uh, as you've been walking, you're like, "Wow, it's been a long 300 meters that we've been talking." <laughs> um, <laughs> you notice that eventually the road does come to a stop, and there's a large granite and steel gate on the road.
1: Can I make a perception check as we're walking around?
5: Sure. I yeah. wanna so
1: what I'm specifically looking for, so I know thieves can't. So I wanna see if just scratched into the city anywhere, there's any sort of just like little symbols or things kind of explaining like what the building might be if it comes into like a to the illegal realm, like if there's like a Y Rex population here or anything like that, if there's any sort of signs of that.
0: Sure. What I will also say because I was just in the middle of describing this, and I feel like it would be Uh, A poor DMing, if I didn't also give you this option, is that in front of that gate uh, stands tall a 15-foot rock-carved statue of a dwarf holding an axe at its feet. Just wanted to finish painting that because I don't know if you'd be looking for a thieves' camp and graffiti, Um, but if you'd like, roll an investigation check...
1: It's a 17.
0: Okay. Uh, a 17, yeah. Uh, good roll, but when there's nothing to find, there's nothing to find. Are there like guards at this gate? Nope. nope. Just simply the statue. And it does look like like the wall is fairly large and th- there's kind of like the, like a cavern pass that goes down to it. Um, It's not as if this can be Kind of run around per se. This is kind of the one way in, one way out of the city.
1: I mean, what's in is in, right?
3: Yeah, I guess let's 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 head in. If that's the only way in. Yeah, we're just gonna approach the gate.
0: All right. Yeah. So as you approach the granite and steel gate and the large titan that blocks your path in its way, you can see that a Dark light fills the dwarves eyes. Who here speaks dwarven?
3: I do.
1: I think I do.
0: Okay, I am going to need to know for the duration of this mission who does and who does not. Zed speaks dwarvish. Okay. Cambrio speaks dwarvish. Rimble does not. Okay. And Jinxie, I assume also not. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the three of you who understand Dwarvish, you hear these words in a voice that sound as if large stone tablets are grinding between breaths.
6: Who is the dwarf that allows entry to Ardoth?
3: Would, would I know this? Like, would show.
0: I will say, Choad, that when you entered Ardoth, it was not from this area. You would be more familiar with the underground tunnels between cities in the northern part of Qumdor. Okay.
1: I'm going to uh, whisper to the group sheepishly, Does anyone remember the king's name from the nominee? Yeah. King Thing. Eddie, would he not be the, the dwarf allowing entrance?
2: Uh, I mean, I'm a little skeptical about throwing his name around too loosely upon arriving.
1: I think if we, uh, I turn around to the statue and go, "King Thane,
6: present yourself, King Thane."
1: And he waits. Uh, I make myself look like King Thane, and I walk up to the statue. Nice.
0: Uh, he giggles and looks down and says, I see
6: through your magic, skin changer. Uh,
1: I misunderstood your riddle, gatekeeper.
6: If no dwarf among you, then speak the password given by friendly dwarf to gain entry.
1: Sheepishly melt back into a human man and just kind of. Uh... Desperately look at the group, just be like, I don't,
4: I don't know. Uh,
1: anyone, I'm drowning here. I'm drowning here.
3: Uh, Grimble, do you know the secret password? You're a pretty smart guy. Grimble, who's just been listening to Dwarven, like, gobbledygook <laughs> yeah. because he doesn't oh, speak right. the language. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Grimble, <laughs> uh, do you remember the, the password to getting into the city? It's a. Uh, i don't know i i might rocks dm
0: history (laughs) potentially um okay so here's what i'll do i've kind of in my head it's like a rolling vpn token where this password does change however i do like the idea that you might be able to guess it so the two of you who have been to Arados before roll me a history check with disadvantage please
1: we're just hoping it like it's like a Monday to Friday kind of thing where they just cycle the passwords and then we're here you on know, the same day they were before
3: yeah I rolled two eights so eight
0: okay you believe it could be rock but you're
4: not sure <laughs> maybe, maybe it is rock <laughs> I rolled actually I'm gonna use flash of genius um, which allows me to I can use a reaction to add plus 5 to the roll before or after the roll is done. Okay. So that's a 16. A 16 with a disadvantage?
0: Okay. You aren't sure. You think it might have something to do with a ruby from the last time you were here, but you're not sure. Ruby is definitely a part of the password. However, um, the last thing that this stone giant says.
6: If you have no password, face me in a test of worthiness. Prove your worth through combat.
4: I think I might remember that King Thane went by the Ruby King. So maybe, maybe Ruby King. Are you saying that in Common or in Dwarven?
3: I, I would be I telling that to the group, I guess. Uh, is it the Ruby King?
0: Uh, he slams his hammer on the ground.
6: <laughs> no, it's not. Close, but no. Sorry.
3: You're not just gonna let, like, an old war vet into your city after all I did for this city? Really, man? Roll Persuasion with Disadvantage. Seven. Joe, with a seven, all he
0: says is...
6: I am a stone golem. I cannot think for myself. Good point, but not persuasive. Alright, you know what? Fair.
3: How many guesses do we get on this password? Is it, like, three and then we're locked out?
2: Uh, it's gotta be at least five before they, you know, send a bird with a new password for you. <laughs> <laughs>
6: he goes. Oh, uh, you sure? Yep, five. That's sure. Five sounds good. <laughs> All right.
1: We're separate, so we each get five. Uh,
6: huh, no. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: So everybody gets their own guesses. Alright. I only
6: got four.
3: Well, I mean after now. We that was our first guess. Right, so we've got guess four yes. more. Can
1: we this is in the mind chat to the people who are not animals. Do we just fight this guy? I, I mean sure. I mean I'm gonna be honest, humbled and confused. This door has really gotten to me, and I'm just thinking what are the odds we're guessing?
3: My only concern is football is a little weak animal right now, and if he gets hit at all...
1: But he just has to stay out of it. Yeah,
2: we can take him with four.
1: And plus, what's he going to do if he sees Jinxie? Attack us? Hey, It's true.
2: We're used to fighting with four, and now we're we
1: just shift him again after if we need to. But I think right. we, just, we, we try to go okay. four. I think we gotta... A possum in the pocket is, yeah, you know, it's a popular a saying where I come from, so that's always good to have.
2: There's a reason right. my town was wiped off the map. It's mostly that saying. One possum in the pocket is better than two jinxies on the battlefield. Cho, do you know that better than anyone?
3: Yeah. There's no water, so it's just one jinxie, but... I mean, I'm always down to fight. I just thought we were not trying to draw attention to ourselves, but
1: the door offered to fight us so i feel like this right. isn't an unusual occurrence
3: okay let's frick him up then
1: let's frick him up uh this is all the bunch chat. so do we just do we just launch at him do we do the honorable thing and say yes we'll take your test of worthiness or like
2: we are trying to swarm. prove
1: just turn and swarm
2: we're trying to prove worthiness here i feel like being the dicks and jumping them without saying anything kind of defeats that <laughs> edge yeah
1: we don't know what they're looking for, but I see where you're coming from, so... I guess uh, I turn around, and I pull the mace out, and I draw a line in the dirt between us and the gate. <laughs> and I go, we'll take your challenge, door.
6: I'm a golem. I'm not a door. I'm the keeper of the
1: door. The uh, gatekeeper. The door keeps you, it seems like. No, no, it doesn't. Fight me! <laughs>
6: a challenge
1: accepted. Fight us! I said it before. You say accept. Did you fight all of us? Uh, no, no,
6: no. I said it first.
1: You're lagging. Yeah. What? No. <laughs> all right. <What?
6: laughs> Can we just
3: do this already, Jesus? Um. All right. If
2: if battle is your choice, let's roll initiative, everybody. Yeah. Hey, weird question, guys. Who has the magic carpet? I do. Joe does. We'll see about that. So. Okay, Scott.
1: Uh, I got an eight.
0: Very nice, Wills. Eight. Uh, who has a higher dex between you?
1: I, uh, me, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Definitely him.
0: Uh, Speedy. I got a dirty twenty.
5: Very nice, Bebo. I got a six. Okay, and Josh, Rat Josh. Awesome, Josh. Uh, first of all, got a twelve. Sorry,
0: awesome possum. Got a twelve. <laughs> Okay, cool. That means that Choad. you get to start us off here. I will say you guys are about 30 feet from the golem. Where are you guys at? Is Choad kind of at the front here? or What's the... I would yeah. assume so if I've been chatting I, with him.
1: Canonically, we'll say I did step forward and draw a line in the sand.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so we'll say so that Chode, Chode and Hayes are in front and the rest of you guys are kind of back and then Jinxie, you're in the tuba. Yep.
5: Yeah. Yeah, and i horn. Am I still on your shoulder, sorry, or am I? Have I been put down? Okay.
3: Oh no, you're you're staying in there (laughs) if I can help it. (laughs) Okay. okay. You just kind of poke it out, like yeah, yeah. Grogu in the new
0: spaceship. Yeah. yeah, Yeah.
6: yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, Cho, That brings us to you first, big guy. All right, I'm just gonna charge at the statue and go for some attacks on him with that new frosty greatsword.
4: Swing, swing.
3: 15 plus 9, so
6: 24. That is a hit.
3: (laughs) Alright, so that's 8 plus 6 is 14 damage, uh, 3 of which are frost damage. Nice. And then second attack, uh, dirty 20. Hits. 13 plus, oh, just 1 on the frost damage that time for 14 total damage. So 28 altogether. Yeah. Very yeah. nice. Showed anything else for your bonus action or movement? Bonus action, because I loved Cambro drawing the line in the sand, I am going to bardically inspire uh, Haze. Perfect. Jinx, you roll me a dexterity saving throw, please.
0: 15. Very nice. So you feel this like musical blast kind of <laughs> tickle up your tail, and it like kind of goes around you <laughs> as the song explodes from this tuba, but you're able to s- stay put. <laughs>
3: Uh, Okay, Uh, anything else, Joe? The song for Cambrio is... um, It's Changes by Tupac.
0: Oh, nice. Tupac exists in Coomber. Hell yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, And then I'm going to yell, if if you allow me a free action. Football, you better stay in this horn, I swear to God. (laughs) I will allow it. Uh, It is now the golem's turn.
0: And it is going to uh use it gets a multi-attack, slam attack. Uh, and it's going to attack you, Chode, with one, and right beside you, Cambrio, or I should say Haze with another. First one is a 17 Chode. Uh miss. Okay. And Haze. Ooh, hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo! Natural 20! That uh, misses. Oh. <laughs> damn it. Fuck. That's, that's a really good stat, dude. Yeah, I know. Ooh. Uh, Hayes, you take 38 bludgeoning damage. Oh, oh shit. Uh, uncanny dodge. Sure, yeah. So half that, which is 19. Yeah. Yeah. Big. Big if true. Um, okay, that's, uh, that's you, and... <laughs> Next, we have Rat
5: Jinxie. Um, will you allow the rat's pack tactics to come into play <laughs> on Cho's shoulder, and he's within five feet of the creature? <laughs> uh, Sure, if you would like to roll with
0: advantage, I will allow you to roll with advantage.
5: Okay, okay.
0: So you're just going like, to um, reach so out and
5: scratch him? Rat Jinxie's going to use... The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, little, little bite. That's all I have. <laughs> Uh, just stick his head out you're just a rat in the box like boing Uh, um, and then you like spring back in yeah yeah boing plus 4 20 okay 23 23 hits my friend roll your rat attack rat bite attack is a 1d4 plus 2 huge uh so five damage little little rat bite okay so yeah so as your as your rat teeth sink into this
0: calf um you can feel that although you want to bite down about five points of damage you feel like you're only getting about three points of bite damage and for some reason yeah um okay great turn i assume you don't want to use your move or anything Nope. Pass. Uh, so that's gonna bring us down to Haze. Are you still pacing behind your line?
1: Uh I was, uh, until he whacked the shit out of me. Oh fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> good point. So now I'm just very much trying to pace behind my line while like clearly concussed and like just wobbling. Uh this jack's too fucking hot. This is too fucked this fucking guy. Alright. Okay. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna drop my leather jacket light armor. And I'm just I'm just really upset after that big wallop, to be honest. And I'm just gonna rage
3: Yes.
1: Cause I level six rogue, level one barbarian. Ooh, what
0: a sneak. Nice and a little sneak.
1: I'm gonna do two. I'm gonna attempt to move around him without leaving his combat area, if that makes sense.
0: Yep, that does make sense. I will allow it.
1: Gotcha. So then I'm gonna take out uh yeah, we'll see if this works first. I'm going to swing the mace that I just got at him
0: frog mace frog mace yeah. yeah, go ahead frog squish her. yeah
1: that's a 16 but it's flanked so it'll be with advantage correct
0: that is correct
1: another 16
0: okay so you slam into this hard carapace of stone and unfortunately you don't make purchase with
1: uh, the stone golem on. Showed. I think inspiration is d6 yeah one d6. d4 okay so I'm going to add the inspiration onto the second one because it doesn't really matter that's a six. That's 22.
0: Turns into the frog mace. At first, you slam into it, and then you remember Tupac,
1: and then you just I slam. start doing you, it to the beat. And yeah, just, uh,
0: uh, and it kind of uh, uh, cracks a little b- bit.
3: B- 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 uh, roll
0: damage, my friend.
1: All right, so that's 1d6 plus three. That's a nine, and I add two damage to that for raging because it's a strength weapon, so that's 11. And then because I have... St- uh, advantage that'll be three D six for a sneak attack.
0: Big nice. if true wow. So that'll
1: nice. be an additional seven. Very nice. So eighteen total.
0: Good turn my friend. Good turn. Oof. I'm just
1: breathing um, heavy behind him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh apparently this thing can't speak. Ah it can hear. Uh okay. Um <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, the more you know.
1: This one is learning. <laughs> Get he gets it's to guard
2: turn, a door. Zed uh, has never fought a stone thing before, so... Yes, you have.
5: Wait, it was day one.
0: Yeah, episode one he did, but anyway. We fought stone gargoyles. His memory was spotty
5: were, doesn't
2: remember. Those were little baby gargoyles. This is a giant beast. Okay, this thing is 15 feet tall, and those things were absolute snacks. Okay, Zed. um, He's going big, big early. Um, So, because we have a giant metal chode in front of me, in between me and the uh, stone golem, and Cambrio behind it, Zed's going to kind of run out wide- to the side in an angle that he can uh, he can cast a good old-fashioned lightning bolt at this stone Ooh. golem without okay. that five-foot line 100-foot long five-foot wide line hitting either of my companions
5: so you're in a fairly
0: narrow cavern. Okay. Um, like the cliff side are kind of coming together. Um, but it's wide enough for a huge golem. So yeah, I'll say that if you kind of position yourself to the like three o'clock kind of, like almost in line with Choad,
2: but you're off to the side. So Yeah. I figured if he was fifteen feet tall, he'd be like more than five feet wide. Yeah, 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 for sure. Perfect. So I am going to cast a. Uh, lightning bolt okay buddy let's go for it it's gonna be a dex 15 for this golem. okay fails 28 lightning damage
3: dope
0: super cool stone golem's fellas listening at home give this a look up strange that has absolutely nothing to say anything about lightning it's just going to take this fully cool okay nice yeah this isn't pokemon okay <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, i thought it was a geodude versus a uh, pikachu man like i thought i was in the clear here just,
1: but uh, is can learn Quick Attack, and we'll kick that geodude's ash <laughs> now uh, raichu you'll be in trouble
5: yeah raichu is the real deal all right okay
2: Okay. <laughs> um,
5: that's all I that's
2: all I have for my turn. Thank you.
0: Okay, Bebo, you get to finish this round off here. What are you gonna do?
4: Um Grimble's going to kinda reach into his pocket and pull out uh, some syringes. Uh he's gonna he's gonna like dart them into the backs of Wils or Zed, Chode, and Hayes. And he's it's gonna happening. cast He's going to cast aid um so all of a sudden you see like these syringes fill up with some sort of a liquid um and (laughs) started did you just use syringes to give us all aids
6: that's
4: exactly what happened oh my god but yeah it's going to start injecting oh no I just got it. No. And now you have A's. This a
0: family show, Bebo. And, uh,
4: <laughs> yeah you are gonna edit me um, out, right? Choad, please. Like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone gains um, five uh, current hit points or maximum or and maximum hit points. Uh, this will last for eight hours. It. is it concentration, Bebo? Uh no. Awesome. Really good spell. Dope. Good job. And then, as a bonus action, I am going to cast Branding Smite. Um, so, for now, all you see is like Grimble's Warhammer kind of have a low dim light shining from it.
0: Very cool. And like you're it. holding it up and then like uh, you're smiting the golem itself, or you're just preparing for it? Just preparing. Okay. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Uh, Cho, that's going to bring us to the top of the round with you. You are
3: now flanking with a raging haze? Wow, I didn't realize that song would do that to you. Alright, okay. The
1: music makes me angry!
3: Alright, Um, Joe's going to just go to town with his sword again. Uh, 24 hits. Uh, So 9 and then another 3 frost damage. So 12 total. Perfect. Second attack. The dirty twenty.
0: Ooh, very nice.
3: Deja vu. Nine plus six. Fifteen regular damage and then another three frost for 18 total.
0: Okay, wow, very nice.
3: And then um, I'm going to make that second attack a goading attack. Mer. So he has gotta wake he's gotta make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, DC sixteen.
0: Okay, wisdom of plus zero. Oh, natural seventeen. Get fucked.
3: Damn. Um. Okay. Well, I still get to add seven damage to it from the goading yes, attack. So do. incredible. Um. So after
0: taking all that damage, uh, there are now cracks uh, kind of appearing in this golem statue. You've definitely dealt it some good damage, and it is looking. Um, bloodied, I guess. There's no blood, but just it's looking pretty pretty worse for wear. Yeah, anything else, Chode?
3: Yeah, uh, since we're trying to prove our worth, um, Chode is going to action surge, so he really shows off how dope he is. So I'm going to come at him with another two attacks. A 23. Hits. 12, and then another six frost damage on top of that. Oof. And then second attack. I made Shod OP guys. Natural twenty oh, for twenty nine, um, and Connor.
0: Yeah. Oh, I know. I remember. Wild magic table.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: So if you wouldn't mind reading the damage first for okay. this, and then we'll do the uh, wild surge or the wild magic surge because I don't know how this is gonna play out yet.
3: Okay um how are we doing crits again are we doing double dice or just uh, roll and double the damage? i've been
0: yeah rolling and then you double the damage when i've been critting lately so if you'd like okay. to do that too
3: would i double the frost or would the frost be separate
0: uh you roll everything and everything's double any any dice that you roll it gets doubled from the crit.
3: okay and then it would be plus six on top of that oh my god so it's 10 plus six so 16 damage i rolled two ones and a three.
0: Oh my goodness
3: that's okay this thing's still looking pretty worse for wear and
0: you get to roll on the wild magic table so let's see what this kooky thing does
3: it's a d100 right yep three so chode as you
0: crunch into this stone golem uh you can also like your vision starts to become a little bit sharper Uh, You don't notice anything different around you right now, but you do get the sense that if you needed to, you could see anything invisible for the next minute.
3: Oh. Whoa. My eyes look weird. Do my eyes look weird? They feel weird.
0: Uh, So this stone golem uh, begins laughing. (laughs) Places his hammer down. And goes,
6: I was one turn away from really letting it loose, but I fear that I may not see it. You have done well, group. What what do they call you?
3: Uh, we are the Red Hand Band. Heroes of Capilon.
6: Well, just because you have proven worthy today, and not just through your violence, through your good heart. You are welcome to the city of Ardoth as guests. You may enter.
0: And the gates swing open, and the city of Ardoth now lies mere meters in front of you. And that's where we're going to pick it up at the beginning of next episode. Ah,
5: Nice.
0: You've reached the end of the episode. Thanks for listening. Hey, wait, don't go yet. If you enjoyed what you heard, please give us an honest review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you. As well, please follow us on Instagram at EldritchBuds. It's where we post announcements, art, memes, and more. A special thanks to Arcane Anthems for the in-game music and to Zach Parks for our killer intro music. Until next episode, thanks for tuning in, buddies.